Welcome back to the Brokenomics Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Aldridge. And in today's episode, we're going to be tackling the subject of budgeting. I know, it sounds gross. You probably fell asleep as soon as I said budget. But stick with me here. You're going to find a lot of value in today's podcast and making budgeting extremely simple. So, let's dive right in. When you think of the word diet, what things start to come to mind? What words or phrases do you start to associate with dieting? Are these words and phrases typically positive or are they negative? I know for me personally, anytime I think about dieting, I frame it in a very negative aspect. I start to think about all the foods I got to cut out start to think about not being able to go to restaurants that I enjoy. I start to think about all the healthy food that I don't like eating that now I'm going to have to start eating. Now I want you to do the exact same thing, the exact exercise, but I want you to think about the word budget. What do you think about when you hear the word budget? Do you associate mostly positive things or mostly negative things? How do you frame that word in your mind? I'll tell you how I frame it and how I've always framed it is pretty much the exact same way I would frame dieting. When I think of budgeting, I think of it being very restrictive. So cutting back on my spending, cutting back on my expenses, not being able to buy the things that I want to buy. The point of this exercise is to understand that the words that we use carry a lot of meaning. And it's best if we start to reframe the way that we look at these words. So for example, instead of the term diet, why don't we call it a nutrition plan? Seriously, think about it for a second. When you hear nutrition plan, what do you think about? To me, nutrition plan sounds more proactive sounds positive what if you developed a nutrition plan that had you eating better just 25% of the time or 50% of the time doesn't that seem a lot less restrictive and don't you think that if you had a nutrition plan in place that just had you making small steps towards getting better that you'd likely stick to it long term absolutely Now, I know you didn't listen into this podcast to get nutrition advice, okay? (laughs) It's not the point of this exercise. But how can we reframe the word budget to where it has more of a positive connotation? That's why you'll often hear me use or refer to it as a spending plan. So think about that. How does that sound? Think about the comparison between using the word budgeting and spending plan. Doesn't the term spending plan just sound more positive and more freeing? I think it does. So, how do we develop a spending plan that is simple, easy to stick to, and requires very little intervention because we set it all up on autopilot? That's what we're going to go over in today's episode. If you're currently in a position where you're like, I have no idea where my money is going, Don't worry, we have been there for a very long time. We used to have absolutely no clue 
where our money was going on the monthly basis. And we had no plan, no strategy around it. This is what I call playing defense with money. Playing defense with money is when you're just reacting to whatever is financially happening to you on the month-to-month basis with little to no strategy in place. If you're currently playing defense with your money, you may be using terms such as, I try to save money, or I was going to save money, but, or I was going to invest my money at the end of the month, however, I had this unexpected expense come up, and now I'm not able to. Now that you're listening to this podcast, you are no longer playing defense with your money. You are now on offense. And having a spending plan in place is the key to playing offense with your money. I want you to be empowered with your money. I don't want you to say, I try to save money. I want you to say, I have a plan and a strategy to save money every single month. So, how do we create this spending plan? Well, the most simple method that both my wife and I abide by is the 60-20-20 approach. With the 60-20-20 approach, basically what this means is that ideally we need to get to where we're spending 50 to 60% of our net monthly income on our fixed cost. Our fixed costs include our rent or your mortgage, your utilities, your subscriptions, your car loans, your credit card payments, your groceries, and your gas. Pretty much anything fixed that you need to survive goes under this bucket. Now, you might be thinking, okay, Chase, I did the fixed cost calculations, and actually what I found is I'm spending 70, 80, 90% towards my fixed cost every single month. What do I do? I know this exercise can be very eye-opening, and it's really going to paint the picture of whether or not we are living within our means. Believe me, I can empathize and understand where you're coming from. I know that inflation has had a huge impact on the price of groceries and rent prices and just the overall cost of living has increased drastically. So if you're in this boat, I empathize with you. But I want you to remember the mindset shift that we've taken in the middle of this podcast which is we are not playing defense with our finances moving forward. We are now going on offense. So let's get really solution focused on how we can get that percentage knocked down. And I promise you, even if you made some kind of small changes and you knocked your percentage down two, three, 5%, I guarantee you, you will feel the difference. Take a look at how much you're spending towards subscriptions. Are you paying for subscriptions that you're not even using? That's an easy way to start knocking that percentage down. Did you maybe buy too much vehicle than you can actually afford? It might be time to consider trading it in and getting a cheaper used vehicle. Maybe you're paying a ton of money towards rent. It might be time to consider getting a roommate. What I would do is make sure to focus on the big wins. Focus on cutting back on the numbers that are going to actually have an impact on the percentage. What I'm meaning by this is don't focus on, you know, the cost that you're paying on on lettuce at the grocery store and cutting back on that, right? Because when you cut back on that percentage, it's not really going to make a big difference. I would focus on the big wins and then just do the math. 
That's the fun part about this is you can actually just plug in the numbers. What would it look like if I cut out $100 of subscriptions? How would that affect my percentage? Once you start to get that number down to the 50 to 60% range, this is going to allow you to just breathe on the month to month basis. You're not going to feel like at any moment, if something were to happen, it can completely derail me financially. That's the importance of getting this number to the 50 to 60% range. And then we can truly go on offense with the other 40%. Now that we got our fixed costs established, let's move on to the next 20%. And this next 20% is going to go towards our saving and investing goals. Now keep in mind, I put the next 20% right after our fixed costs. Why did I do that? That's because before we're going to spend anything, we are going to pay ourselves first with this 20%. So we're going to set up automatic transfers to send money towards our investments and also send money towards our savings goals. Percentages wise, I usually divide it right in half. So 10% is going to go towards the 401k contributions and our Roth IRA. And then the other 10% can go towards building your emergency fund, go towards your vacation fund, or go towards additional debt payments. Now that you've set up and allocated this percentage and automated it to your savings and investing goals, and you've paid yourself first, now you get to do the fun part, which is taking that leftover 20% and spend it absolutely guilt-free on whatever you want. One of the things that I absolutely love about using this strategy and the reason why my wife and I use it is because it really simplifies budgeting. So instead of using an overly complex system that's filled with countless spreadsheets and countless categories within your budget, you just break it out into these percentages and then you spend accordingly. You know exactly what's going to be automated into the savings and investing you know exactly how much you can account towards spending, which prevents you from getting so caught up in a, you know, an out of nowhere $20 expense or the, di or the fact that you allocated $20 towards, you know, um, let me think of something, getting paper towels and then you accidentally spent 30 and now your whole budget is all out of whack. You may be looking at your percentages right now and you're thinking through to yourself, man, I'm not even close to the 60-20-20 approach yet. And just know that that is completely okay. I think the first step of even just getting the numbers on paper is incredible because I know how difficult that can be to face the numbers. So if you have faced the numbers, I applaud you. I Sincerely, most people don't ever face the numbers and they continue playing defense with their money for the rest of their lives. So the fact that you even just took a small step is great. So now that you have your percentages all lined out within your spreadsheet or on a piece of paper, really the next steps comes down to how do we consistently stick to it and how do we implement our 60-20-20 approach. And in future episodes, we're going to go over some ways that we do it using a budgeting app. Uh, we'll go over the app that we use and why we like it. 
Um, we'll also go over some other methods in case you don't want to use an app that will kind of help you stick to this approach because it's one thing to know how much money you have that you can spend within that 20%. And then there's another method in regards to making sure that you're actually tracking that spending and you're not overspending on the month to month basis. So I'm going to give you guys some simple tools in a future podcast to make sure you're staying on track. All right, it is recap time. So from today's podcast, hopefully you've learned to reframe how you view setting up a spending plan. Hopefully you now don't view it as a restrictive process, but more of a process that's going to allow you to spend more freely. And we've learned about the 60-20-20 approach, which is much simpler approach to managing money rather than having an overly complex and overly convoluted uh, spreadsheet that we use for our budgeting. Uh, this approach is going to make your life way simpler when it comes to how you manage your money. As always, thank you so, so much for listening in to the podcast today. I really appreciate it. If you found anything valuable from today's episode, please make sure to share it with a friend or family member. Also, be sure to check us out on TikTok and Instagram for more personal finance content throughout the week. Again, this has been an episode of Brokenomics, and I'm your host, Chase Aldridge. We'll see you next time.